Welcome guys to another episode of Facility and Property Management Secrets Radio. I'm your host, Javier Lozano Jr. with CMI Mechanical. We're a national HVAC and refrigeration company. And today we have another podcast interview with a great guest. His name is Jay Cruz Jr. Uh, he's with Academy Service Group and uh, he's the business development manager. Uh, how you doing, Jay? Hey, what's up? Hi, how's everything? Good, man. Great. I'm glad that you were able to, to come down onto the on, on our show. I know we've been talking about it for a while, you know, and and then, you know, I feel like uh, right now we all all we have is time. And so <laughs> this all worked yeah, out well, been. right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, I want to kind of tell a quick story before we get into our interview is, is kind of how we met, you know. So essentially, I, I basically connect with a lot of people in the facilities industry, uh, facility services and stuff like that, whether they're part of Connects or Specs or, um, or part of the uh, RIFMA group. And so I'll start sending out connection requests. And, and obviously, you and I hooked up. Um, we didn't really chat, you know, but I would post stuff and I would see you like some of my stuff and, and occasionally maybe comment here and there. And, you know, that's kind of the, the, the level of it. But we were both at the, uh, the RIFMA trade show. You had a booth. I didn't. Um, and is, you know, my hometown. So I was just kind of walking around networking and connecting. And next thing you know, I'm just kind of like, you know, taking a selfie because I was excited to be there. And then you stop me and, and you're like, hey, I like, you know, I like your, your, your podcast. You know, the stuff you're posting on there is great. And I'm like, what? And I kind of looked at you, looked yeah. down at your name tag. I'm like, I know who you are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so basically that whole situation is, you know, I follow a lot of marketers on LinkedIn and different places. Okay. So, you know, I, I'd like to show the gratitude and appreciation, you know, when it comes to, because we, I understand how hard it is to stay relevant and continue to do these things. Right. Yep. So yeah, that's, that's one thing I just want to make it known when, when I do that there. That's so, awesome. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's really you know greatly appreciated because you know I know at the end of it, um, it's all good. It's <laughs> I know at the end of it, you know, like it to me, it made me feel good as though like I've got I've got an audience, you know, because whenever you're doing these, you really don't know who the hell you're talking to. You really don't know who's downloading this stuff because you don't have any of that data, like other than like how many downloads you have. And you don't even know if it's it's relevant information that people like. And I've had people, yeah. you know, stop you know stop me or like message me on LinkedIn. They're like, "Hey, I'm really loving your podcast. I really appreciate what you're doing." And slowly, I'm starting to kind of get that idea of like, okay, so the stuff that I'm putting out there, people are relating to. They can they enjoy it. So in all honesty, the feedback that you gave me was not just a confidence booster, but it was one of those things. I'm like, okay, cool. So I don't have to really you know pivot to like a plan B or a C or a D. You know, right now, this is kind of taking a its own kind of form of life, if you will, you know? Yeah, it, it definitely takes time. You know, that that's one thing I've always wanted to do myself. But again, it's always that first step that you need to take of taking video and, you know, broadcasting everything and submitting content. So, so you know, I've, I've been doing it very slowly at this moment, just putting up posts and resharing different posts, yep. making sure I stay relevant. Right. Yep. But uh, that's that's the beginning phase. Um, you know, what you're doing is awesome and I respect it and it's some hard work. And I know it takes time to, uh, you know, master your craft. And I truly appreciate it. So I just wanted to stop you and be like, hey, Javier, man, you're doing some great stuff. I'm following your stuff. Yeah. Keep it up, keep the good work and just keep doing your thing, man. That's great. And and that's I think that's what we need to understand, too. It's that um, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think in this world of business, it's more about collaboration. It's more about 
you know, I'm not going to say partnering with people, but talking to people and seeing what you're doing and seeing what I'm doing and sharing insights and, and sharing, you know, raw, just honest truth, you know, and, and the feedback is important, I think, in, in every aspect, because that way we can all develop and become better. Because at the end of the day, you know, like, yes, we're all going after the same type of business, but at the end of the day, it's a relationship business, you know? People are going to be doing business with those that want to have a great relationship with someone they, they relate with. And that's kind of how it, I look at it. And I think you kind of have that kind of perception as well, too, um, because of what you're saying, you know, you following people on social, um, you commenting and, and, and learning from other people. Am I right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I truly uh, appreciate, you know, what other people are doing. Even competitors, you know, I learn from everyone, right? You yeah. have to know what your competitor is doing. You have to know what, you know, um, other industries are doing, yep. you know, to stay relevant in, you know, what we're doing. Yep. So, you know, that's that's definitely something that I I try to stay on top of is learning, yep. learning something new every day. Um, marketing was my background and some telecom services. Okay. So, you know, that's kind of where I started out at. Okay. with account management and everything like that. And I just got into this role and, you know, everything that I learned in the past works perfectly fine in this role. Yep. It's just, you know, the tradesmanship that I have to get more involved in, right? Which, yep. you know, it's been two years and I've learned a lot. You know, I'm no longer that green employee that's like, hey, what's this? You know, <laughs> now I'm actually helping out, you know, the call center and you know, I'm that subject matter expert that, you know, many, many people can rely on. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit more about your background so our audience kind of knows, you know, what you do. Because I know that you're, you're, you're a pretty big sales and marketing kind of guy. So tell us your background and kind of tell us a little bit more about what you're doing with Academy as well, too. Yeah. So uh, I'll start off with my current role. I'm with uh, Academy Service Group. Basically, it's a collection of companies uh, that, you know, assist multi-site facilities with repair and maintenance services. Uh, we have, again, Academy Service Group is the umbrella mm -hmm. and we have different entities under it. So, you know, one of them is Veterans Worldwide Maintenance, which is one of the uh, provide, one of the services that I mostly market myself. Then we have Amazing Pest Control, Paint Folks, and Nationwide Cleaners. Gotcha. Uh, also Heritage Fire, Nice. Is another one. Okay. Yeah. And you've been in this role for going on two years, am I right? Or yeah, yeah, two years. About two years. And uh, you know, it's been been a great, great two years. I've learned a lot. Uh the facility maintenance industry is, you know, to some people look at it like, oh, I've been here for 30 years, you know, it's not exciting. You know, for me, I see it like, wow, you know, I get to travel, I get to speak to people i get to use my social ability that i have yep. you know to communicate right and yep. that's that's what i can bring to the table right yep. i like doing this stuff some people don't like it too much right so i look at it differently yeah that's awesome so how'd you get into this role i mean you know tell us you know what you did before and then how you got into this one how you transitioned into this because yeah so, so yeah so like i said before i was uh, in the telecom business okay. uh, account management right uh, working with, you know, business to business sales, um, mostly small to medium sized businesses. Um, I moved into more of a marketing role where I was selling, you know, different targeting ads and, you know, websites and, you know, email marketing and CRM services. Yep. Um, and, you know, for some, 
for some reason, I, I wanted to explore a little bit more and see what else, uh, you know, my industry can provide me or, you know, my field of expertise, which is sales, can provide me. And I, I saw this opportunity to join Academy Service Group. And, you know, as a little kid, I always wanted to travel and be that businessman and, you know, speak to people and, you know, be that 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 person. And, you know, this was the opportunity uh, that I was looking for. And it gave that to me. Right. So I'm in the role that I'm happy to be in. And, you know, that's that's what I'm doing now. Nice, man. That's awesome. I mean, it seems kind of familiar to, to what I did. Very similar. I mean, it's I basically have been in this role for 14 months. Um, when I came in, I mean, I knew nothing about HVAC and refrigeration. Um, like I knew how to turn on a thermostat and that's about it. And, <laughs> but I look at it, how you said it, it's, you know, when you know sales and marketing, you can sell anything. You just got to figure out your audience. You got to figure out, you know, the terminology. So you speak the same tribal language, if you will, you've got to figure out, you know, what the needs are, pain points. And then you've got to, you know, lack for a better word, exploit those things and bring them out so that you could provide a solution to your customer base. You know, it's essentially, that's essentially what sales and marketing is. And, you know, when I, when I talk to people like, you know, that say like, well, you gotta have experience in this industry. I kind of think you, you want to go into some industries, not all, where you're kind of green in it because you bring a different perception. You bring a different um, view because so many people are almost so engulfed in what they're doing right now that they don't see anything else out there. And then people like you and I who come in with a fresh perspective, you're like, you know, in other industries they're doing this and it's like killing it right now. And other industries are doing this and it's not really working. We should implement something like X. And um, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I did when I joined CMI Mechanical is, you know, I kind of explained my, my procedure. I mean, I owned a business for 10 plus years and sold it in 2018. And I really cut my teeth on sales and marketing because you got to pay your bills, man. You know, you got to get you got to get people in the door. You got to, you know, provide services. You got to continue to promote all this stuff. And that's essentially what I did. And I did that very successfully. But um, the thing is, is that, you know, a lot of people don't understand the value of almost being kind of outside of an industry and coming into an industry completely green. Would you agree or... Yeah, you know, I totally agree. And, you know, there's a lot of things that you got to take into effect, you know, a lot, again, like just going back to just learning. Yep. Uh, there's, there's books that I, you know, go out and read and, and just educate myself on, you know, how to, how to interact with individuals, right? Because yep. everyone's different. And people have different ways of doing things. So, you know, me, I just take everyone as they are, yep. and just, you know, appreciate what they bring to the table. Yep. Um, you know, one thing I do is, you know, I never take anything personal. I look at everything as his business. You know, uh, you're not attacking me personally. You don't like me specifically. You just don't like what what's currently happening or service that's being provided. Right. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to stay in your face. I'm going to always stay relevant. I'm going to call you from time to time and say, hey, how's everything doing? You know, because yep. it's not about the business. It's about the relationship. Exactly. And eventually you're going to get around that whole issue and finally find common ground again. And they'll give you a, a shot again. Right. Yeah. So that's one thing that I've, I've learned myself staying persistent and just not taking things, you know, personally. You can't let things just kill you for, for no reason. You know. Yep. It's funny you say that, man, because. Last year, I was I, I got hired on to CMI Mechanical in February of 2019, 
and basically was getting prepared for the Prism Trade Show in Denver. So that was, did you go to that one last year or no? Yeah, I was okay. actually there. Okay, cool. So we were getting prepared for the trade show. And so we were doing all sorts of stuff, getting our booth together, um, just whatever. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, exactly how we want to approach this. Anyways, trade show went great. You know, we had a, we had a great turnout. Um, then we get the email, we get the list of contacts. And so I'm like salivating over this. I'm like, all right, now this is where we're going to start seeing if this, if all this pre-marketing stuff is going to start working out. So I'm doing my, you know, your normal, you know, cold calling. Well, not cold calling, but calling that list. Like, hey, I saw that you went to the trade show, et cetera, et cetera. And so one of them was, a, I can't tell you the name because it's our customer now, but it's, okay. a, it's a Fortune 50 company. And essentially the the company, the like, I think he's like, I don't know, the VP of facilities or he's like, he's like up there. So I call him and I was like, hey, you know, this is Javier C. My Mechanical. Um, you know, we're just kind of seeing how things are going with your, you know, with your HVAC and refrigeration for, for your locations. He goes, you know, right now we're not really interested. We're good. We have a good provider. I'm like, all right, no worries. So I left it at that, kind of going back to your whole thing of don't take it personal. So then I wait about two or three months later, and then I start a sales campaign, uh, which was essentially using a CRM that I have. Uh, so we would send out an email and then I would follow up with a phone call and then I would follow up with a LinkedIn message and continue that, like that pattern. Not that same pattern, but be like, you know, two or three emails, phone call, LinkedIn message, a couple of more emails, phone call, you know. So essentially at the end of it, it was like they got several emails, phone calls and, and, and LinkedIn messages. Wasn't abusive by it. It was just more like knowledge, information and just saying, hey, if you want to chat, let me know. Out of the blue, I don't know, sometime in like September, I think I get a phone call and I basically... Um, get a phone call. The guy goes, Javier, I've gotten eight emails from you, four voicemails, four LinkedIn messages. You now have my attention. And this is the guy that rejected me like, you know, four or five months prior and um, which was fine. But then he goes, you now have my attention. What can you do for us? And I, I kind of started laughing, not at him, but in my head. And I was like, this is crazy. It just shows what you just said, that that you've got to be persistent on what you're doing, because there will be a time when that person does have a need. And if you're not pushy you know if you're not trying to push the sale but you're just trying to be of service that's different people actually appreciate that versus you know the the old salesman pitch or whatever where they're just pitching you hard and you're like dude just not interested like yeah. you're, you're wasting your time yeah you know? it's it's definitely you know you got you have to be tasteful when you deliver a message you yeah. have to understand that these everyone's a human being so we have to we have to react to each other as that, right? Yep. We understand if we get three voicemails at the same at at this within an hour, or like ten emails within two days, <laughs> we understand that that can be a little annoying, right? Yep. So we we gotta take that into effect and not hunt the person down, but you know, just again, send information. You know, say, hey, how's everything doing? You know, last time we spoke, you said that your your daughter was entering you know, a, a new karate class or something, how she's doing with that, yep. you know, keep that conversation going. And eventually, you know, it'll turn around because this industry is ever changing. Yep. And, you know, we're, we're one, one call away from earning your business, you know? So it's just, I, I'm always going to be there. You know, I've had people tell me like, Hey, you know, back off for like a few months and yeah, I, I respect everyone's wishes. You know, I understand this, this is not the right time. Yep. So I, I will make sure that I do the right thing yep. and respect your wishes. 
But uh, just know for a fact, I'm probably going to send you a message within two months and say, hey, what's going on? Maybe like or comment on your post. You're going to see me somewhere. That's that's kind of the way I look at it. Hey, and that's, uh, but just stay tasteful with it. That's it. That's perfect. You know, and, and I'm glad you're saying that because you're using the the omni channel approach, you know, because today's market, you, you got to be kind of everywhere. Um, if you just, you know, destroy it on phone calls and just, you know, hit the phones hard, you're going to lose that person. But, you know, someone, um, I read this, no, I saw a video on this. So there's this company called um, Mailshake. It's an email delivery service company. You heard about them? Mailshake? Uh, no, I'm not, not familiar with them. Okay. So we use them for some cold outreach. So if we get a list, we'll okay. do cold email outreach. And then we'll, we'll kind of start, because what I don't want to do is I don't want to do it through our CRM. Um, cause it's, it's gonna, it, it essentially can hurt your CRM as far as bounce back rates and stuff, but with a very specific design cold outreach email, they have a different type of delivery way of how they deliver their emails. Anyways, the, the video was kind of saying is like the guy was saying is like, what you want to do is you want to essentially have an omni-channel approach where you're touching them in different ways. So for example, if you send them a book, you know, or whatever, this is a phone, but you send them a book. You can send them a book physically. That's one approach. That's a physical book. You can then call them to say, hey, did you receive my book? This, that's just confirming if they received the book. You can then you know, message them on email or whatever, just confirming that they got the book and if they have any other questions. If, for instance, you're connected with them on LinkedIn or something like that, you could probably reach in there with either an email or a message or just something along those lines. But what you're doing is, is that you're giving them you're essentially kind of spreading out the whole thing based off of one one thing as opposed to attacking one stuff. And, and the example that they were kind of giving us is, is that we like he, the company says this is that they do this with their sales team is they'll send out like a PDF or a book to, to like 50 prospects and then they'll kind of touch them in different ways and they have a whole system behind it. So where it doesn't feel like they're getting kind of like what you were talking about, bombarded or attacked, if you will, on, hey, do you want to buy? Do you want to buy? Do you want to buy? They're talking about some other subject, you know? <clears throat> I thought that was really creative and different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. You know, one thing that I like to do is, you know, sometimes I don't get to the business stuff right away, right? Yep. Um, I talk about everything other than, you know, the business aspect sometimes, right? Nice. I like and I, I let the, I let the, you know, prospect kind of control the conversation in a bit. Where, you know, they're, they're, they're talking and talking and I'm just there listening and I'm understanding. They're going to bring up the business aspect because they know the reason I'm calling them. Oh, for they sure. already know what I do because I've sent them messages. They, I've sent them different proposals. And again, I've touched them in different parts of their, you know, social media, email, calling, a mail that I, you know, something I wrote, a letter, you know, that I sent them. So they have my information. Uh, they answered my call for a reason. We're having a conversation for a reason. And, you know, I'm not going to push the envelope. I'm just going to let it happen naturally. Yep. Because there's a reason that they're entertaining me. Right. Yep. And, and that's all I do. You know, once you understand their business model, you see how they're able to get results on their end. Mm -hmm. uh, that's how you're able to fill that void and, and fill their need. Right. Yep. If you see that your, your service is not going to be able to provide them any sort of you know, convenience or whatever, just stay relevant and stay around. Yep. You know, you never know if something's going to change on their end. And yeah. 
Go ahead. Yeah, and that's that's the approach usually. That's cool. I mean, this goes back to like what you kind of wrote down some ideas we want to talk about is solution based selling. And, you know, what we call consultative selling. Do you want to kind of expand on that so our audience kind of understands what, what we're talking about? Because I get it. You get it. But what do you do and expand on it? Yeah. So, again, <clears throat> solution-based selling is is also the consultative, consultative model, right, mm -hmm. where you're you're actually a consultant to the client, right? And the way you get to that point is having the client trust what you have to say. Yep. Once they trust you and they know you have their best interests at heart, yep. they're going to listen to what you have to say, right? And now you got to do your homework. You got to understand how their business runs. And now you have to fill that void. If you see any gaps within how they're running their business and you're like, wow, if I was in his shoes, I would probably do this differently or I would implement this in there to make the operations work more smoothly. Yep. And that's essentially how to provide that consultative approach, right? Yep. You're you're selling a product, but you're actually consulting them more or less, right? That's that's the that's the end result. And you know, both parties are happy because you delivered something that they had a need for that they probably didn't even realize. Yep. And that's our job. Sometimes we're doing a disservice for not reaching out to that client. Yes. Because we are the subject matter expert. We study this every day in and out. And if we're not delivering that message to the client or to the prospect, how would they know? Yep. No, you know, makes, so I look at it that way. I love it, man. I mean, and that's what that makes you look like. What you said, I think really keyed on is that you're the expert. I mean, let's face it. We typically only buy from people that are experts in their industry or whatever they're selling or doing or whatever the case is. I mean, when was the last time you bought, you know, something that the the person trying to sell it to you didn't know what the hell they were selling. They didn't know how to, you know, approach it, pitch it, ask you the right questions. Like they didn't look like they were confident and they were the expert. Like we never do. We tend to lean towards those people that are very confident and comfortable in what they're doing at all times. And that's, that's great. I'm glad that you're saying that because that's something that I've done a lot um, in my career is, is do that consultative type selling. And it's all based on asking questions. You know, ask the questions and then provide a solution to those problems. I mean, I look at it like a doctor. I mean, when was the last time I, you went to the doctor and the doctor, you know, is asking you all these questions and then prescribes you something You're like, screw you, doc, I'm not going to listen to you. Like, we don't do that. You know, mm -hmm. at least most of us don't, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so 